Hello, and welcome to the Self-Sufficient Hub podcast. I'm Carl from selfsufficienthub.com, and I'm here to talk about all things self-sufficiency, all things homesteading, and about how we can reduce the gap between our consumption and our production. Sustainability and food security matters. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 354 of the Self-Sufficient Hub podcast. I hope you're all safe and well. Today, we're going to open the door and start talking about self-sufficiency challenges and what I'm going to be doing this September. And I won't lie, I'm relying on all of you guys to help me come up with the actual plan. I've had lots of great suggestions via email. I'm going to share a couple with you today. And I'm thinking that I really want your help to kind of finalise, crystallise the idea of what we're going to do. So I think what I will ask is uh, I'll ask one of my amazingly helpful volunteers to uh, start a post on Facebook and everyone can go on there and add their ideas for what we might do this September. And then in a couple of weeks, we'll close entries and I'll pick a, a short list. And you guys can vote. I think that's what we're going to do. You guys can vote on what I'm going to be doing for my September challenge this year. But there's lots of different ways we could go. I'm going to just ruminate on a few of them today and also, like I say, share some of the ideas I've already received. A quick reminder that on Friday we will be giving away the Country Cookbook by Philippa Davenport, which is an amazing well, exactly as it sounds, country cookbook with all sorts of recipes using hedgerow harvests and seasonal foods that you can source yourself. It's a really great addition to your kitchen bookshelf, I suppose. And uh, I'm sure that if you're listening to this, it's something you will enjoy. And we'll be giving that away on Friday. I also want to say that I have posted every book that is, uh, that has been won over the last few weeks to everyone that has given me their address. So you should receive them in the next little while. So if you haven't received your book in a week or two, do get in touch. Let me know and uh, we'll figure out what's gone wrong. Right. So I want to start by sharing with you an email that I received from Simone Wilson. Simone writes, hello again, Carl. You mentioned you were looking for your next challenge. In January 2019, I felt a real pull to make some kind of step change in our lives. We were doing lots of great things with it, yet it lacked a sense of cohesiveness and commitment to some degree. I ruminated over this for a few days and came up with what was to become known as our frugal frolic. For 100 days, a window large enough to test our stock and stores and see an impact on our finances, we would only have $100 a week to spend on food and essentials. Under this premise, we were to eat solely from our freezer slash pantry slash patch and not buy anything unless it was absolutely essential. If we reached a point where we didn't have it or we basically tap into our own resources, bartered or went without, we created a wish list for the other side of the 100 days. This in itself was an eye opener, as often was the case. By the end of the 100 days, the list had been written and rewritten and it had all been resolved in that time frame. 
This brought quite a change in the way we looked at life. It redefined relationships, relationships with money, with retailers around the place, and most importantly, with ourselves. And I just, I'm just going to interject here and say that's something I really did discover when I did my September challenge last year, my first one, is that it really did have a huge impact on how I saw things. It massively altered my perception of where I was and it really helps to focus on what it is you need where your shortfalls are and you know exactly our relationship with all of these things anyway she goes on to say uh, this brought quite a change in the way that we looked at life we learned to be more resilient more independent more inventive and creative but most of all more self-aware and more grateful We became less reliant, less consumer oriented and most importantly, less wasteful. We shifted from a mindset fed by fear, from a mindset of simply consuming to one of consistently conceiving ideas and creating. It tapped into a mindset and skill set that was obviously residing dormant deep within. It's left us with a legacy that we still continue, although somewhat less stringently within our daily lives. Then, once a year, we revisit and return and re-embrace those qualities once again. My Lifestyle Facebook page shows some of the highlights from these adventures, and I will link to that Facebook page in the show notes. And she continues or finishes by saying, I shall leave you to ruminate and look forward to cheering you on as you undertake your own challenge, which I will be doing again this September. So thank you ever so much, Simone. I really, really appreciate that. And It does sort of encapsulate the idea of what the self-sufficiency challenge is for me. It's an idea of having a boundary, a set number of days, a set amount of time, and then constraining yourself by these limits that force you to really identify where you are and where you are coming up short or where you are not quite where you thought you were. Because I was really surprised, actually, by some areas. I was surprised by how easy some parts of it were and how difficult others were. So I just think that's the goal of it for me and to help me connect to what I'm doing and reestablish my goals. And it's a great way of setting goals as well for the following year, because you can realize things that perhaps you didn't and uh, you you come out with ideas of ways of solving problems that you didn't even know you had so that that was the whole point of the self-sufficiency challenge that I undertook last September and as I said we'll be doing it again this year now I also received an email from Alex Todd from the Net Zero Homestead and he wrote dear Carl I just listened to Oddments May 2020 it's always here, good to hear news of the Net Zero Homestead, even if it's from across the pond. was glad to hear the chickens are staying put. I had an idea for your September challenge on your now smaller scale. Instead of doing all the meals, why not make the challenge one meal a day, which has to be your original parameters from last year, and make it a bit stiff, so make it so that you can never eat the same meal twice. For example, since you have the option of which meal you want to pick that day, let's say you start off easy with some eggs and sourdough toast for breakfast the first day. Well, that's the last time you'll have that as a self-sufficient meal in September. The next day you could do lunch or dinner or even another but different breakfast. In other words, you have some leeway as to which meal, but you've got to make each day's meal different from any other meal in the month of September. This also means that you couldn't have eggs and toast for lunch or dinner after that initial breakfast. It's got to be a fresh recipe. I think that would really test your ingenuity. Sounds like a challenge to me. What do you think? Well, I agree, Alex. I I really like that idea. And uh, because 
Here's the thing for everyone to get on board with. I'm in a completely different place than I was last year. So it's not going to be possible for me to undertake the same challenge this year for so many different reasons. But one of them, one of the main reasons is we don't have any milk. We don't have any dairy outside of our eggs. And that closes the door to a lot of what I was consuming last year. You know, it closes the door to the 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 milk and honey, which was just such a godsend when I discovered that. And uh, cheese and all those kinds of things. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about the sort of position I'm in and how it's different from last time. I'm going to do that in a minute. And then I'm going to throw the challenge down to you guys to help me come up with the parameters of my self-sufficient challenge this year. It's really easy for you to get in touch with us. You can do it either by sending an email to selfsufficientcontact at gmail.com or by using the link in the show notes to send us a voice message. You can send us a voice message just using your phone. You could also reach out to us on Facebook, where we have the Self-Sufficient Hub group and the Self-Sufficient Hub page. We're always thrilled to get your feedback, questions or suggestions for future topics on the show. Okay, so like I said, I'm going to talk about some of the differences between where I am now and where I was a year ago and how that's going to define what I am and I'm not able to undertake in September. But before I do, I also want to take this opportunity to encourage all of you guys to plan your own September self-sufficiency challenge, whatever that may look like, and hopefully discussing it together and giving some ideas of the sort of things I'm going to be considering will help you all to come up with your own idea of what you might challenge yourself to do because you don't have to be 100% self-sufficient as I was last year you know you can set the parameters for your own environment for your own circumstances and whatever works for you and your family or however you want to run it so last year for those of you who weren't around then and, and haven't followed me very long then I undertook a complete self-sufficiency challenge where I sourced all of my own food, every single thing I consumed, food and drink, absolutely nothing was shop bought. I was allowed to barter, but I had pretty strict rules on bartering as well. I was only allowed to trade like for like items insofar as value. And I was also only allowed to trade food for food. So the only two examples that I actually used is I traded some eggs for some flour and I traded some goat's cheese for some honey. And uh, those are the only things that I consumed that I didn't produce myself. So this year I'm in a vastly different position. I don't have goats that's the main thing and I don't have such an established garden either so I'm going to be slightly more limited although maybe not by September with the amount of actual fresh produce that's going to be available now that's one side now on the other side of this I do still have and probably will still have things like goat's cheese in the freezer that I've made and ham and pork from pigs that we raised back at Mill Close before we moved. So we kind of together have to come up with the idea as to whether or not the things that I produced last year are still available to me or whether we're only going on this year's production. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that because 
I don't know whether I'm looking at sort of proving what can be done here where I am now or whether I'm I'm not. You know, I don't know how I feel about that and whether that's part of the challenge or not. You guys help me out. But another idea I had was keeping the parameters of last year, but saying I'm allowed to spend 20 pounds or something for the entire month. These are all ideas. I don't know which way I'm leaning. Some of the other things that I've mentioned in the past is to switch it up entirely. And maybe I go without municipal water and I just use water that I harvest from the local rivers. And I have to filter that myself and use that for bathing and cooking for the month. Maybe I go without electricity although I'm not sure how I'd be able to record this podcast or the uh, videos that I'm probably going to want to produce. But there's lots of different options. Maybe I go with a different version of what other people have suggested. Please do give me your ideas because I'm just not sure where I'm going to go this September. So hopefully you guys will come up with a load of ideas. You can get them to me via the email address as always, or you can add them on the Facebook group and we will compile them with uh, some help from the amazing patrons who have offered to help me on Facebook, which I really, really appreciate. And uh, we'll see where we go. I just, uh, at the moment, it's a complete blank canvas. But some of the things you might consider, or or consider for me, your choice, um, but some of the things you can consider for your own challenge might be that for the whole of September, you only eat fruit and vegetables that you have grown or picked yourselves. It could be if you don't usually cook from scratch, maybe you only cook from scratch for the whole of September. Every single thing you eat, you eat with things that you've made from ingredients, whether you've made them yourself or not. It could be that you are self-sufficient in bread for September. You buy yourself one bag of flour and you only eat bread products that you've baked yourselves. These are all ideas that we can consider and The idea is that you can find something to get involved with and do yourself. And it doesn't have to be as extreme as I did last year. Or perhaps it could be even more extreme if you are so much further along in your journey than I am. Then you can go the whole hog and do what I did last year without the bartering. There's there's no end to what we can do. But this is what I want some help with, guys. So please do get your ideas in and uh, we'll just have to see where we go from here. And once we've got a few ideas, we'll take a bit of a vote. I'll create a short list and we'll have a vote and uh, you guys can ultimately decide what you want to put me through in September. And of course, I'll be sharing the journey here every step of the way. So last September, I just want to close out by saying it was one of the most amazing things I've ever done in my life. And this is why I'm encouraging others to do it. It was such a fantastic experience. There were high points and low points. It was just an absolute celebration of self-sufficiency and what you can do because the meals I was eating were just really amazingly diverse. It wasn't the same thing every day. There was a couple of meals that I had maybe a few more times than I would have liked. I ended up eating meat and vegetables with potatoes quite often in the evenings, but there was just a a huge variety of meals, really. Everything from homemade ravioli, as I've mentioned before, you know, one of the things I'm really proud of is the, the homemade ravioli with crayfish and goat's cheese and spinach. That was amazing. And the pork griot that I made using a sauce that I made from rhubarb extract and pear juice, 
just some amazing, amazing experiences and also some some low lights as well. But one of the things it really did is it crystallized where I am. It crystallized what I'm able to produce. It crystallized how much work was involved in different things. And it brought to the forefront some areas that I was maybe lacking and that I needed to think about a little bit better. So it is something I really, really encourage. It's so rewarding. I'm so glad I did it. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing it again in whatever guise it takes. So just a slightly shorter than usual episode today, but please do get your ideas in. I can't wait to hear from you. I'll be back on Friday, where again, we'll be doing that draw for a patron to win the uh, Country Cook the Country Cookbook by Philippa Davenport. If you want to be included in that draw, you just have to become a patron. You can do that at patreon.com forward slash self-sufficient hub. As always, guys, thank you so much for your support. If you don't want to support the show in a monetary fashion, you can do it by rating and reviewing it wherever you get this podcast on iTunes is the best one for the show, uh, but also by sharing it. And I just want to thank everyone that has been sharing this show, whether it's with their mechanic, whether it's with their mum, whether it's with their friends on Facebook or Instagram or wherever it is. I genuinely so, so appreciate that guys it means so much to me and uh, we're doing it we're doing it all together we're all part of the same community with the same goals so thank you so much and i will speak to you on friday this episode of the self-sufficient hub podcast was brought to you by our patrons you guys are awesome if you'd like to support the show there's lots of ways you can do it the easiest of which is just to like and review it wherever you get our podcasts You can also tell somebody about it, whether that's on social media or just face to face with a friend who you think might benefit from it. But however you support our podcast, we really, really appreciate it. If you'd like to become a patron, please consider doing so by going to patreon.com forward slash self-sufficient hub. However you support the podcast, it's listeners like you that make all of this possible. Thank you ever so much for listening and I'll speak to you really soon.